I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. For sure. All right. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Cody Mack here with What's the Word. I'm here with a very special guest, none other than the homie Josh K. My dog, what's good? What's going on, brother? How you feeling today? Yeah, bro, chilling. You know what I'm saying? It's a busy day today. Oh, man, it's a special day today, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited, though. No, so why, why is it a special day? I'm going to let you tell us man, why it's a special day. Man, I got day. my birthday party slash album sliding slash listening party. So, you know, got got Fab coming in, Fendi coming in. Bunch of Chicago, you know, Chicago gonna be in the building, so I'm just really excited about it. Oh, so we lit today, then, huh? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, okay. We got I, Cody in the building, you know. Oh, what yeah, I'm you saying? know. oh man, you know, <laughs> I always gotta, I always gotta um, show my support, man. Yeah. I always gotta show my support. All right, so like a lot of my interviews, it be more so like conversations. It don't really be like, oh man, you know, simple interviews you gonna get yeah. to. So I don't know if you've seen any of them, but we like to talk. We gonna keep it unfiltered, right? Keep it funny. All right, so I'm gonna tell you, the first time I got up on you was, uh, was, was it the Black Balloons Project? Yeah, yeah. That's, it, that's the kind of project that kind of like, huh? Like that kind of like introduced me to a lot of people. Yeah, that was the first time I seen, I seen everything you had going on. I wanna say you had the joint with Safari on that too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think, I want to say the day Safari was in town to shoot mm-hmm. the video, he had came to the radio station at Power Night Two. Word, yeah, I was with him. You was with him? No, I went to one with him at, at, at GCI. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't at Power Night Two. Okay, you was with the ops. <laughs> no, no, shout out to GCI, bro. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Big Bro Tone Capone up there, he holding it down. I'm just talking shit. But um, but yeah, he had came to Power Night Two, and um, I recorded an interview. This is like uh, before I became a manager, like my in, like Word. intern days, right? Word. Uh, and I recorded an interview and. Looked on social media. Okay, he doing a video with yeah. you. I started looking more to your music. Yeah. Like, I fuck with dude. He from the right. career. So that's what's up. So, um, I guess I want to say is man, like from who? Fuck it. Who the hell is Josh K? <laughs> right. Shit, I'm I trying mean, to be politically correct. And right. Shit. Like I mean, is, for niggas that don't know me, it's like I'm just a, you know. I'm a, I'm a chill dude, but I'm an R&B singer from the, from the crib, just trying to put on for the R&B side. But like. 
hip hop R and B side. You know what I'm saying? Not like traditional R and like the traditional traditional like avants and, and shit like that. I'm trying to like bring the wavy side, but also with the R and B. Man, I've been doing this shit for a long time, man. Um, even with Safari, when, when I first brought Safari out here, like he had, he was fresh out the breakup with Nicki, where nobody fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I ended up building that relationship with him. I brought him out here on my own dime. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, I still fuck with him since that since that that time. But yeah, you know, going back to Black Balloon, that's kind of the joint that that kind of like you know put me more in the public eye. Shout out to Fab for that because that's the first time we linked up on something that was mine, you know what I'm saying? So mm. that's really who I am, G, just a you know, humble dude, just trying to earn my shit the right way, earn my stripes the right way with no handouts, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's, that's thorough, I fuck with that. Now, I know you just said like, you was the first person to uh, kind of fuck with Safari after the Nikki shit. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you like how did you make that connection? Man, uh, really through email, like, uh, he had an email listed somewhere, I don't know exactly how, exactly what email, how I got it, but, I sent the nigga an email like, yo, I got this joint right here. I think you'll fuck with it. You wanna hop on it? Nigga responded back. You know what I'm saying? I had my credits in my email and shit. He responded back like, yeah, for sure, send it. You know what I'm saying? So I sent it through. And nigga hopped on it, sent it back. And then I was like, let's do a video. And he's like, all right, cool. And then he just, and he, you paid him I to come out here. I just flew him out here. And then I got him a booking at a club. I just paid, like, I paid his plane ticket to come out here. And then I just got him a booking at the club. And then just was rocking with him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so the feature was free? Yeah. Damn, shout out to Safari. Yeah, he gave it to me for the love. Okay, so what type of, um, I be having to make sure shit recording. I'm in here by myself, no assistant, no team. We're gonna make it do what it do. We're gonna <laughs> no. make it happen. But, um, what type of, um, like, what were the conversations like with you and Safari? You know what I mean? Because at this, at this time, what's this like, 2016? Mm -hmm. So this is like, like when shit's happening, shit's starting to happen for you, but yeah. it's like you still knowing the game. Yeah. So, like, what type of advice did he give you? Man, he was really just, you know what I'm saying? He was like, just just stay true to yourself. And he's like, this shit can get get, get ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is fast. real fast. You know, he was with Nikki all the time. So he said, shit can get ugly. You know what I'm saying? And niggas are a smile on your face. And you know how I go? And he was just giving me that advice. And I really took heed to it. Mm. But yeah, he, he he showed me a lot. I still talk to him all the time. You know what I'm saying? He's doing way, way better now. He got a crazy crib. He's uh, doing good, man. Fire doing his thing. He's one yeah. of the funniest people on Instagram. Man, man. he's funny, but how he is on Instagram is how he is in real life. He don't switch up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's real. That's real. Mm -hmm. Um, so we gonna I'm gonna take it back down to that black moon in 2016, because mm -hmm. this is what I was trying to transition to before I caught the brain fart earlier. Um, I wanted to reach out to you and do an interview with you back then, just connect to see what you had mm -hmm. going on. But then I looked up and you was in LA. Mm -hmm. So what seeing that you was gaining success in in the crib here in Chicago, what made you go to LA? Man, the whole LA situation was crazy because you know, you said you see out of ops. Like I also I had like a opportunity to have like a radio show there on really? the week on the weekends. But you know, it was offered to me when I had already like set everything up to move to LA. Like I was moving to LA like three days later. But they had offered it to me that the, you know what I'm saying, three days prior to me moving to LA. So it was I was in a dilemma, like, do I want to do this or should I go to LA? You know what I'm saying? And I and I really want I was gonna do it at first. Cause it was gonna be a dope opportunity, you know what I'm saying? But then I was like, you know, my passion is music and mm -hmm. I don't wanna take somebody else's passion away to get that opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Their passion might be to be, you know, a VJ on the air, which is dope as hell, you know what I'm saying? And that's not my dream, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't wanna take somebody else's dream away of getting an opportunity, you know right. what I'm saying? So I, I, I uh, kindly turned it down, but just fast forward to I went to LA is because I ended up, when I, when I released the Black Balloon, I ended up, uh, 
catching wind to some guys over at Atlantic. Mm-hmm. So his name, you know, if you know, familiar with success, yeah, success over at Atlantic. So I was in, end up being managed by them, and then um, I was from the sign with like Epic and shit. And then the whole LA Reed situation happened, but that's how I ended up going to LA just because of that whole situation. I was fucking with the Atlantic people. I was recording their studios. I was about to sign to Epic, but then that whole LA Reed shit happened. I was just like. Nah, because everybody left the building. So I would have been in the building with niggas that, that, that didn't, didn't bring sign you in. Me. I would have been stuck, so. So, all right, so for the audience at, at, the, at the crib that probably really don't even know what that means, what you just said right yeah. there. Like, what does it mean and why is that a significance not to sign in that, in that time? Man, if you don't know, it's important because you want to have the people in the building that brought you in the building because it ain't going to be no movement if they not there. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Say Cody bring me in the building. He my A&R, so he the one that's pushing for me. He rooting for me. He going to make sure I get my budgets. He going to make sure, you know, I get what I need. If he gone, I'm going to just assign to the next nigga that's there. And right. he might not have believed in me. He's not the person that brought me in there. So he going to be like, well, I'm going to make sure my artist that I brought in is, is good first. And then if I had time or if I got some left over, I'll give it to you. Right. They're not going to be too concerned with me because they ain't bring me in. But... I'm signed to the label and they still got a job to do, so they going I'm not I'm not gonna get the looks as if they artists was there, they would get the looks, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's kinda why I had to get it. I was just like, no. So you made the decision not to do that. So you out in LA, you know what I mean, you mm-hmm. about to get signed, you know, uh the deal didn't go through. Mm-hmm. So now like now what? Because without without the, that, you just out there. You know Man, what I'm saying? I'm just out there. I end up motherfucking having to get a job at Toys R Us. I was working at Toys R Us. I remember one time I had to go to work. I was at I ended up going to Jeremiah crib because I latched on to him. He took that's like that's my dog, and that's why because he kind of like took me under his wing when I was in L.A. Like he let me slide through, and that's kind of where I was at most of the time because mm-hmm. I didn't really know niggas in L.A. You know L.A. kind of weird. You know if if you ain't somebody out there or I don't know L.A. just a lot of weird individuals in L.A. You know what I'm saying? So facts. I, <laughs> I ended up facts. being that yeah you know being from Chicago I'm just too real for L.A. Right. But I used to go to his crib all the time. Everybody come through there. Like I met Master P there. Like you know, you know Jeremiah. Everybody know him. So I would go to his crib a lot. And I remember one day, like we were short, like a our engineer. I can re- I can engineer on the Pro Tools side. I'm nice with it. I just don't like to do it often. So I was engineering, and it was like four in the morning. I'm like, man, Jay, I gotta go to work. He like where? I like work. He like a real job. I'm like, yeah, man, I gotta go to Toys R Us. You know what I'm saying? Ain't being one hundred. I'm out here in LA. It's expensive as hell. The mm-hmm. whole situation ain't go through. So. He was like, man, just, you know what I'm saying, call, call off, I'll take care of you for the day. You know what I'm saying? But that's just a situation that I was in. I was grinding out there. He wasn't sweet for me. Mm. Uh, fortunately, I ended up leaving L.A. because I ended up doing a uh, like a theater play tour with Monique, the barbershop tour. So I got picked up for that, and that's kind of why I ended up leaving L.A. But it was hard out there, shit. I can only imagine. L.A. would be motherfuckers like... Like out the fresh as hell, no furniture, all type of shit, bro. Man, Bergen bag with nothing in it. You know what nah. I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just it's a lot of finesse in LA. You know what I'm saying? People think Chicago the finesse capital, but shit, it's really LA to me. Really? Yeah. That's like, what's the uh, what's a, a crazy incident that happened to you out there when on a finesse tip? Just man, uh, just so love and hip hop was gonna come to Chicago at okay. one point, so they was trying to like cast me and my lady. So we okay. did a whole interview, a whole process, and we was kind of we didn't know if we wanted to do it or not, but we still went through the process. So they had us pull up to a couple of like events, one event like a lyric was performing at, and I ended up bumping into like uh, her name Brooke, whatever her name Brooke, Brooke and Marcus. 
From, they from the crib? I think I think Marcus from the crib. But I don't know where Brooke from. But they was on Love and Hip Hop. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So we had an event. Okay, I don't know no Mark. You talking about Marcus yeah, from here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had an event. We ended up, you know what I'm saying? We ended up with them chopping up with them. Ooh. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. It's all good. Ooh. And then I ended up going to, uh, like, uh, who was it? Yanni. This dude named Yanni, producer in LA. I went going to his birthday party. Seeing them niggas, they act like they ain't know us the next day. You know what I'm saying? That's just like on some LA shit. That's how LA be. Yeah. That's how LA is, though. You know what I'm saying? You can't even get your feelings about it. You will. Once you get out there, you can be like, damn. But the longer you stay out there, you kind of realize that's just how it is. And you can't even. just got to go with the flow. That shit goofy. It is. That's real goofy. I, I I just can't see, like, me being from Chicago, you you from being out this way. It's like, we just don't get down like that. That's just it. Yeah, it's not. We built different. That's why yeah. I say I'm too Chicago for, for that. Yeah, like Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. That's... Mm. So what's some good parts about being out there? You know, you kicking it with Jeremiah. Like, what's some good stories? Like, yeah, I got to get in the studio with with Jeremiah, Jeremiah a lot. Um, got to uh, link with my homie Tech Beast. He went on Tech. We working with Dre a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I linked with him early in his career. Got, got introduced to to Yanni. You know, the weather nice out there. It's just it's it's a vibe. It's not all bad, but it's just like I say, it's just too weird for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as in the sense of just the people. You know what I'm saying? I need I need I'm a real dude individual. I'm a humble individual, so I just can't deal with like, you know, fakeness. That's like me being here, like smiling in your face doing this interview, and then I see you in public. I'm just like, man, fuck, dude. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that's valid. I I'm actually want to get into that too because I it's some other. I, you know, I did my research on you. That's like what I do. I do my research while I do these interviews. Yeah. All right, so keeping it on the LA, we want to talk about having mentors in this in this game, yeah. right? Yeah. I think you say Tank was one of your mentors, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, uh, what are some things that Tank taught you? Man, Tank was just talking about live performing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, have fun when I'm up there. You know what I'm saying? Engage with the people. Like, crack jokes. Like, be mm-hmm. real. Like, how, I'm, how I am with you right now, you could be that on, be like that on stage. You know what I'm saying? So, that's really what, what Tank taught me. You know what I'm saying? I, I was just talking to him, like, like three days ago because I've been trying to get him on a record forever. I've been mm-hmm. trying to get Tank on a record for, like, four years. You know what I'm saying? So, he, he finally hit me back, like, yo, it's time. Like, come on, let's, let's do it. I hit him, like, yo. My next project I got coming out crazy. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I got some people on it that's that's hard. I'm like, I got to have a goat on there. Like, what's up? And he was like, man, what's up? Let's, let's do it. You know what I'm okay. saying? So I'm excited about that. So this phone call of FaceTime, because you you he, you wasn't, you ain't FaceTime when he had his shirt off. Take <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Want that way. I be cracking jokes in my time. I'm like, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? No, that was, it was on it was on Instagram though. Okay, yeah. I was like, Tank, he tried to get his sex. He be in full R and B mode, but <laughs> I tell him that it's 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 either on or off with him. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you gotta sell it. You gotta sell it. Yeah, yeah. I, they, uh, I heard when you first went out there, like when your first time, you went to uh, think you had Thanksgiving at his crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He invited me to his crib, but I ended up doing the barbershop tour, and it took off that okay. time. But he had invited me to the crib. I was gonna go through for that. You know what I'm saying? That was love. The nigga, but somebody that invited you to their crib. You know what I'm saying? That's that's love. So I didn't, I didn't go to his crib for Thanksgiving, but he invited me. I was, I was gonna go, but I didn't want to pass up that tour opportunity. I needed that check. Mm-hmm. Alright man Get that bread mm-hmm. Alright so now You was talking about Being humble and all this Earlier right mm-hmm. So They In the interview you did With uh, Shout out to Illinois Radio They say that At one point in time They felt like you was Walking around arrogant I was I definitely was What do you think Fed that That ego And made you arrogant What was it Man I can't tell you uh, Like one You know what I'm saying Specific thing I think it's just Just being young You know what I'm saying and Getting a record with Fab Yeah being young Record with Fab 
you know, just in, in the sauce, lost in the sauce, feeling myself a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? Biko, shout out to Biko. I, I, went, I went to school with him, you know what okay. I'm saying? I was kind of flexing on him in a bit, you know what I'm saying? And I ended up having a reality check, just had to check myself. Like, man, you tripping, you know what I'm saying? Like, But I think that's natural. I think everybody go, not everybody, but a lot of people go through those phases. Like, you know, you got to just look in the mirror and just like, yo, you, you kind of tripping a little bit. You know mm. what I'm saying? What was the humbling moment that humbled you? Like, man, you got to come back down. Like, Man, I would just say, when I was out in L.A., really, mm. you know, having to work and just... You know, it, it wasn't sweet out there. I was living in Chicago. I had a, uh, I had a condo in Chicago. Everybody came through my condo in Chicago, and I had that shit on Section Eight. You know what I'm saying? So it was sweet. I ain't had to work. So I'm feeling myself. The money I'm getting, I can blow it on clothes, whatever I want to do, go out. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I was on Section Eight, so I was chilling. Hitting the lick. Hitting the lick. I go to L. A. <laughs> I go to L. A. Shit, nigga, got to work. You got to pay this rent. Government ain't paying your shit no more. So that's kind of was a reality check. You know what I'm saying? I, Thinking I'm just somebody, but I, nigga, I gotta check in, clock this clock at motherfucking Toys R Us. Fucking you know Toys R Us. How much was your rent? How much was the Section Eight rent? Man, uh, they was paying. I think they was giving me like a band, and I had to pay a hundred dollars. Shit, this motherfucker hit the Ooh, lick. Look, lick, what? Motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> lick. And, and like I had found like a private owner, so the condo was like decent, super decent. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Super decent. But everybody ended up coming to the crib like. Chop came through there all the time. Dreezy came through there. Murder Beats was in there all the time. Like, mm-hmm. King Louis shot a video in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? My homie over here tell you everybody was at that crib. So it was. It's, I want to go back and buy that motherfucker now. Now, so you was the man out here. How old was you when this was going down? Twenty two, twenty three. Right, twenty two got the song. Fab got the condo. Everybody coming through. Got a view. You know. Was you with your lady at the time? I had just got with her. You know? So now you beautiful, got what beautiful, beautiful bad little. Oh yeah, you yeah. You might tell you nothing. <laughs> you know, As like it, feeling myself. Oh, yeah. So yeah, man. You know, we just go. You know, come with experience, but. I'll never go back to that. Mm. See myself back there. I wanted to, because I also want to touch on that too. Like you know, uh, transitioning and uh, moving to LA. Because I think it was just one video. I mean, we posted this on what's the word back in the day. I don't know if you was even in tune with the brand, mm-hmm. but but it was you and your lady. Y'all mm-hmm. made this cover mm-hmm. to. Uh, I want to say with the Daniel Caesar song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was went everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know that. Like that shit was vi- like a viral. Like everybody was reposting that shit, and I saw that shit. I'm like this shit dope as hell. Like, was that actually you and her singing, or y'all were just on some uh, TikTok shit? No, that was actually her singing. She sings. She just dropped a single. She okay. Sang. So she been singing along with me. Okay. So that was actually us singing. I think we might. I might. You know, we might do a project or something. I think that'd be dope. That shit was hard. Like, yeah. That shit was real I hard. Appreciate that. Yeah. I, um, what I want to say, like, um. Uh, Cause I think somebody told me like y'all been like like meme. It's like y'all always be like memes and shit and like goals and shit. Like, man. like how was that? Like seeing yourself on the internet as a meme or just being a goal. Man, when it when it when it first first happened, we was just kind of like caught off. Like I say, it's just people you don't know. You just post some shit and then it just end up becoming a meme. Like it was a a photo like that we just took. Like my brother, I think my brother took the photo. That, yeah, with the hat on, that shit ended up becoming a meme. Like Tyrese was posting it, all types of motherfuckers posting it. It was just. It was just crazy. I was like, damn, I wish I would have just tagged our names on that bitch because that motherfucker went everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't planned. We just, me and her really just be chilling. I've been with her for like seven years now. Okay. So we really just be cooling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and shit just be, just, just be happening. So that means y'all locked in. So mm-hmm. you locked in with your girl. You know what I mean? So it's like, how was it? Um, 
transitioning from being Chicago with a man with your girl because you know what it is. But you on top, the girls mm-hmm. they love you when you on yeah. top. Was it any rocky roads in a relationship when you went always, to LA and right. was struggling? I mean, always. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, and that was like early in our relationship. That was like three years in. You know what I'm saying? So being that three year mark, it was just a lot of, you know, just bickering. You know what I'm saying? Disagreements. Niggas frustrated because we struggling. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I fuck with my lady because she, you know what I'm saying? She attractive young lady. But she really like down to earth, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. She be playing video games. You'll look at it, you'll never think so. She play video games. She really just be chilling. She mm-hmm. not she not materialistic. You know, she wanna be fly like any other woman, you know, but she ain't really she not based on that. She could, you know, she could have been trying to go get a nigga with some money on LA if she really wanted to, you know, at that at that time. You know, we out mm-hmm. there. I'm the one working, so but no, nah, she stuck with me, you know what I'm saying? She ended up getting a job too. So I was at Toys R Us, she was at Babies R Us. And we rolled out together. That's why, like, I'm locked in with her forever. That's the name of the project, R Us. Ain't that shit crazy? That shit I was crazy. like, look, because I was working there, and then they was like, well, we got this spot over there. I'm like, well, y'all can hire my shit. And she ended up going over there. Mm. What was like one of the most frustrating nights out of LA? Y'all grinding, trying to make it happen, and it's just like, ah, like, what was one of the most frustrating parts of that? Mm. Man, I would say, like, just not being a dude, like, you know, the things that we really wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We came out there for. Mm-hmm. Had to put that shit on hold because we had, you know, bills and shit. So that was really the most frustrating part, like, you know, not being able to pull up to these events and network or get in the studio because, you know, a lot of the time we had to go to work and shit mm-hmm. like that. So I would say that was one of the most frustrating things, really, you know. Mm-hmm. So. I think that the answer that you just gave with that just like complete transparency that a lot of people don't give when mm. they go to LA. Mm. They just think like I'm going to Cali, I'm about to make it, it's mm. real. But like that should be real. Yeah. That shit real. Do you do you regret making that move or man, I don't regret nothing, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it make you what you do make you who you are today, you know, in this uh-huh. very moment. So no, I, I don't regret it at all. Like in that moment you would have told me, I'd have been like, Man, I should have never left. But looking back now, like no, I don't regret nothing. And and with my story, like, I don't mind saying, like, I worked. I don't mind saying I was on Section 8. I don't mind saying that when I was a shorty, my lights was off and we moved this many times. Like, I'm not hiding nothing because where I'm at now, you know what I'm saying? I made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the stuff I have coming up, I'm not the type of person that like to talk about what I have coming up. But, like, what I have coming up, I know what's fun. You know, mm-hmm. I'm where I'm at where I want to be, you know? I got a studio at the crib that artists get to come through. I give sessions away every month to just... Somebody we just tagged is dope, you know what I'm saying? So I'm in a good position, and, and that's just come with just being humble, you know what I'm saying, keeping faith in God, and just, man, trying to get back. You feel me? Nah, that's valid, bro. Mm-hmm. That's valid. I mean, I like to get into these questions before I uh, get into all the, you know, everybody else want to, you know what I'm saying, talk about the simple shit, like why you said, like the fab shit, like you yeah. saying, I know, I know that's like the, the, the glory of the shit, yeah. but I, I, by me watching you from afar, I feel yeah. like it's, it's more to you, and I like to want to yeah. get into that story. Like, and I appreciate that because you allowing people to get to know me. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might look at me and be like, oh, he a pretty boy. I just think he... And it's not that. I'm just like, I done been through a lot too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I done been through a lot to get to this point. So I, I appreciate you giving me the chance to tell that story. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you telling it, man. Because I, um, I remember... um. Uh, before I'm gonna get this, and I'm gonna get to another question. I remember when I first uh when we first like locked in, which I don't know if it was like 
I think it was you came to the radio station with I think you was with Fab. I was with Fab. Yeah, Sometimes that's when I first met you. Met yeah, you. yeah, yeah. First time I met, and he was with Fab. We locked in, got numbers, and it was just cool ever since mm-hmm. then. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. had exchanges. I still wanted. Uh, I needed me and the family need to have a talk, man. <laughs> like you got you sitting on the record, and I'm wondering what the fuck is going on. <laughs> you know which, which record you talking about? The so tough, joint, man. <laughs> everybody, I let hear that record. Everybody play that yeah. record. Feet, man. They like, man, this yeah. shit hard when this come out. Like, I'm like, see, this is what I be seeing. I be wondering. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we gotta have a talk. Like yeah. family, like who up in charge. So look, we, so the fan about to take we about to take this next step. And I think once you take this next step, then I think it's gonna be that record gonna be where it's supposed to. It's at like a million something right now. Or wait, it's like nine hundred on Spotify and like three hundred on like Apple. So together it's like a million. Right. And sleeping. So it's a, and that's what numbers don't lie, right? So yeah. that's what like I won't say lack of promotion, but I don't feel mm-hmm. like it got the promotion that it should have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if it's doing numbers like that just organically, yeah. bro, you out of here. Exactly. But you know, once they yeah, once they do that, put that push, it's, it's gone. But you know, I understand too. I'm from from the career of Chicago. Like R and B ain't ain't super pushed. You know what I'm saying? So no. I get it. I ain't. I don't feel that type of way. It's just like it's it's gonna come. Like I I won't even say a super push. It's just you got to figure out who to be around the right people and know how to push it. You right. And You're I think right, that's what right. it is. The artists like a lot of shit. That's what I'm trying to do, build the career, man. I'm trying to put yeah, everybody in position where they know, like, I right, this the lane you need to go to this mm-hmm. because the hip hop lane, what every rapper go through ain't gonna be the same thing for a singer. Yeah. You know what I mean? No facts. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I, and I'm trying to build the career too. Like, shout out to my dog, my dog Terrell. He was the one that helped me start the studio, mm-hmm. and then he ended up like let me take it over fully. You know, on the business side, we worked it out. He let me take it over fully, but I wanted to have something in brick and mortar here. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's like a lot of big artists in Chicago, but they ain't got nothing in brick and mortar here. So these these kids and these new artists can can see it. You know what I'm saying? Like shout out to Ye, but like imagine if Ye had a good music building here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? On Michigan Ave that they could see. Like damn, that's the record label right there. Like you know, I want to. I, I got the studio here, so I'm building it up just to. I'm gonna do start a program where like kids with good grades, you gonna give them free studio time, stuff like that. Oh, dope. So yeah, but at the end of this year, I'm playing. I'm in a, a, a shared building right now. At the end of this year, I'm planning on like getting my own building, and then I'm really gonna open it up to. Oh, so you going crazy? Yeah. Okay. So who who gave you the game on the on on the entrepreneurship and the business and just you know what I'm saying having that presence at the career? Who who was that? Man, what really, sparked that? Really, just being around and observing. Um, but early out, I was in a CB Mix studio a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's who Mix. I started out with. Uh, I was in his studio a lot. He you know he taught me a lot. You know I did a lot for him on, on you know scratch my back, he scratched his so. Uh, I just learned from him on the studio side, you know, engineering. I picked up a lot from him too. But then on the business side, I just was really just, just like I say, being around, observing, asking questions. You know what I'm saying? Taking it in like a sponge. I tried the studio before, it didn't work out. But then I took what I did wrong before and applied it again. And shit going crazy now. What I like about you, bro, is you persistent, bro. Like mm-hmm. you persistent. You just tell, you keep telling about these stories, you keep talking about these hardships, about these bumps in the road, and he's like, you just keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like the pressure making a diamond for real. So that shit. That's dope. life, man. That shit though. Ain't shit smooth in life. Um, we talking about being a businessman and just entrepreneur. How was it just as a provider? You know, you just got your beautiful little, little yeah. girl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Congratulations again Appreciate on that. that. Um, how was it for being a, a provider for a family during the pandemic? Man, uh, especially you had a baby doing yeah. born during the pandemic. It was crazy because it was, as you know, it was a lot of uncertainty. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Everybody was winging it. It's not like we could look and go read some books or what happened, what we could do. It wasn't no information out there. So 
it was just tough, you know what I'm saying? Really just really stressful because you got to make sure every every decision you make got to be the right one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? During last year. So, uh fortunately like um we ended up keeping the stool open and I asked my engineers um I was like, you know, if y'all want to work, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to, you know, everything that's going on. And they was like, "No, nah, we in here." You know, things like so we, they needed, you know what I'm saying? Everybody had to survive, so and mad artists were still coming through. So by the grace of God, you know, fortunately, I was still, I still did pretty well during the pandemic. And then I signed my deal. I had my daughter. So it wasn't too bad. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So before we get into the deal, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, having your daughter during COVID-19, like how was that? I know that had to be like an experience because it, you can't be in the hospital. You can't have people around yeah. like a regular way. So how was that? That shit was, uh, it was hectic. Um, because my, my girl, my lady wanted to have a natural birth at first and like, mm. She's prep, preparing for that this whole time, and then two weeks before she we about to have had a baby, they was like, we can't do it because of COVID. So she was bummed about that. Um, but uh, we the, the hospital we was at was a really really good hospital. Um, like you say, some people was well, some some couples had babies, and the dad couldn't even be in the delivery room. But fortunately, I was able to be in the delivery room. I was there with her, so it was cool. It was just a lot of precautions. They got us in. We was only there for one day. She had a baby. We was out like one night, and he was out the next day. So they was quick. Mm. So COVID was crazy. It was, it was wild. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't want anybody to have a baby during that or have to experience that. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Having a kid is like celebration of life. It was just real hectic during COVID. Yeah, and there's moments you can't even get back. Yeah, couldn't take no pictures. They, they let me record real quick, but it was just I couldn't have no photographer in there. No, no, there's no more things you could do. I couldn't really do it. It was just, mm. yo, we had this kid. I make sure she baby good. All right, get y'all out of here. Yeah, I know that was tough. Yeah, having a newborn fresh at the crib like that. Yeah, and then my kid was in that crib for like nine months. Never seen it outside. It's a COVID baby. You know what I'm saying? That's. I remember the first time I took her outside, she felt the air. Like, I never forget the reaction on her face. Okay, now you got to explain to me that because I never even looked at it like that. Like, she was born during COVID. She haven't seen outside. You know, it was really, it was the, I was like the prime. I had my daughter April 10th, her birthday coming up. So that was a prime pandemic. That's when the city had first shut down. It was real strict. Mm -hmm. So she was indoors the whole time. You know, never went outside. Then she had to go to the doctor's appointment. But we had her like under like the little, uh, like, you know, like the raincoat plastic things for the, mm-hmm. for like, if, if it's raining outside, we had one of them. Mm. So she had never felt like natural air. And, uh, man, she felt the wind. It was, that, it was crazy. I didn't even, like you say, I ain't, I ain't even think of it like you. I'm like, I ain't think nothing of it. But yeah, like you were saying, like, I had never, I had never really thought about it neither. You know what I'm saying? Something so simple as that. It was, so when I saw her reaction in the air, I was like, damn, she never been outside, like outside, outside. That's crazy. Yeah. We're gonna go sure. into we're gonna go into you <laughs> signing to the family on FaceTime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right 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 after your daughter was born, right? Before. Right before okay. On my, on my birthday I signed. Okay, you signed on your birthday. Mm-hmm. When your birthday? 29th of March. 29th of March, okay. Yeah. Happy belated birthday, brother. Appreciate it. Um so you signed to the family on FaceTime with some weird shit. Like, uh, but it was dope because I mean it thing with the time, it's COVID. Never been done before. Yeah, so yeah. you ain't even get to get the hat up. What you need one to do with it yeah. So How did you get in contact with Fab And how did it get to here To where y'all get signed Man it was, Fab it was like He might have heard He might have heard my name Floating around maybe Cause I had When I when I, when I first first started music I had went to New York Excuse me mm-hmm. I had a 
like an A&R interview with, or A&R meeting with Lenny S, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, yeah. Shout out to and, Lenny uh, S. And to Lenny. And Lenny was just like, you know, you you got it. I can see the potential in you, but you still got mad work to do. Kept it hella, hella transparent with me, you know what right. I'm saying? Took notes during the whole time. Let me know what it was. So then I went back to the shot. I was motivated, though. I had a meeting with Lenny. Fast forward, you know, Instagram popping now. Instagram lit. Everybody off Facebook. Everybody on Instagram now. It's new. So I used to just, what I used to do is like every, like every night. I still do it sometimes, not. But every night I, uh, I would just slide in all the DMs, hit all the DMs at night at night, just send at least fifty a night. And uh, you know, it was new. A lot of people didn't know how to work it. And back then on Instagram, it wasn't no general primary request. It was just like if you got a message, it came through. Right. You know, I guess you know Fab was new to it. You know what I'm saying? So he see opened my message and seen it, read it. It said red. I'm like, oh shit, it's lit. So I hit him again, like, yo, you know, I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying? I got some joints I think you'll rock with, man. I just need an email. Read it. They ain't say nothing back. I wait like a week. I'm persistent, though. Like I said, you can't get in your feelings. You just got to be patient and be chill. So then I'm a wordsmith like he is. You know what I'm saying? I like to play with words. So I was like, look, I said, I think I got some joints that you want to, that you would like. You know, I can't say you will or you won't. I'm like, but, um, I'm hungry. I'm not thirsty. I'm like, I just need an email. If you if you rock with him, cool. If you don't, I'm not gonna keep hitting you. You know what I'm saying? Send me his email. And then I just started flooding with joints. And I was rocking with murder at the time, murder beats. Okay. And the old tag. So I had like five or six joints that had cut some demos over murder beats. I sent them those. He wasn't really rocking with them at the time. Um, but he, he always kept it to me, like, man, you dope. Like, just keep sending me stuff though. So then I sent them one joint. Of a, it was a beat I had grabbed off of YouTube. And I sent him a joint. And before he did the joint project with Jadakiss, he was going to do one with Jeezy. Yeah. And the joint, and he, and I sent him a hook on a beat. Like, I smashed it. It was called Love at First Sight. And him and Jeezy was going to, it was going to be for the him and Jeezy project. I wish that would have, that would have been crazy. Shit, shit. First, I wish it would have happened too. Out the gate, first, you know what I'm saying? Hook would have been Fab and Jeezy. But yeah, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't end up happening. I ended up giving that to King Louie. He used it on one of his projects. What song? Love at First Sight. Okay. Um, so I, just, but I always kept in contact with Fab. It was, you know, it was real cool. And then I had did the Hotline Bling remix, Trap Line Bling. Mm-hmm. And I had I had uh, cut it and I had sent it. Put, I put it out. Fake shout out to Andrew. Fake sure posted it for me and a bunch of other blogs. Sent it to Fab. Just listen to it. Like, yo, check this out. On some, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, yo, I'm working on a summertime shootout series. Like, I would like to use this. I'm like, man, I, I, I recorded at the crib. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, all the joints I recorded at the studio, you took the joint at the crib. So I had to like hit Andrew. I had to hit everybody, have him pull, had to have him, have him pull the joint down and end up making a summertime shootout one. And I knew it had really made it because, you know, when the, uh, the hoverboards had came out, Fat Pack, he was, had a, he was on the hoverboard leaving the airport and he was playing Drop Line Bling on the, through the hoverboard. And everybody started like sending me the record, tagging me. I'm like, oh, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? And then he ended up, uh, he ended up sending me his number. You know, I get, you know, he ended up asking me what my number was. And said, so like, give me to me your number, I'm going to hit you. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So I'm just chilling at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, everybody always at the crib. We just chilling one day and he ended up calling me. I'm like, yo, hello. Like, yo, what's Josh? You know, he talked, Josh K, what's good? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm like, who it is? And he like, oh, this fat. I'm like, who? He like, fat. I'm like, oh, hold on. 
put the phone on me. I'm like, yo, this fab. Like, you know, like people. He, I think he was there. I'm like, yo, I'm like, this fab, bro. I'm like, this fab. I'm like, damn. Now, I'm either like, oh, yo, what's good, my bad. I was taking care. He's like, yeah, no, nah, what's good. I'm like, what you? He's like, what you on? I'm like, in the shower. I'm like, what you on? Man, out in LA, you know, just catching the vibe. Woo-woo. He's like, yeah, but like, I was just letting you know, like, I really like the trap line bling. I'm just letting you know it's, it's official. It's going to be on the project. So just be on the lookout for that. You know, you need something, let me know. I'm like, all right, bet. And then from there, I just built the relationship with him. Uh, I know it's kind of a windy story. And then D-Lo ended up like, D-Lo is like popping at the point. You know, I was always cool with D-Lo. And he went to Miami. He was out there on tour. He was like, yeah, come pull up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm performing and shit. So I'm like, cool. Fab was there too. So I was like, I'm going to go. So I ended up going out there on my, by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get out there, stay there with my homie's crib. I get to the club. I missed him getting in the club. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, damn. I'm not finna get in, you know what I'm saying? I hear him like, yo, I'm outside. And then he ain't sitting in the back. I'm like, it's fu- it's, it's dead. And he didn't hit me back like, yo, my bad. I was walking through. You know, it's hectic. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm going to send somebody for you. How many artists going to do that? You know what I'm saying? Once they nah, in there, they in there. Niggas is not finna come get you. They not finna respond. He made sure I was good. And then the whole time Miami, he was like, yeah, after the club. He was like, yeah, tomorrow I got another, what you call it? Link up with me at Prime. If you want to, you know what I'm saying? Simon, cool. I linked up with him. I hop in the truck with him, and that's when I really, really built the relationship. Just stopped building relationship with him. Yep. And I just kept in tune with him. I just sent him joints all the time. And then feeling myself, the joint that we did mm-hmm. was supposed to be on Summertime Shootout too, but he ain't had time enough to finish it. So then he was like, yo, you can have it if you want it. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be getting verses. Niggas be giving me verses. He gave me a- That's, that's that, like having somebody like Fire with the cosign is, is crazy. The majority of that story I already heard, but I need you to tell them what's the word. You told yeah. them all the rest of the platform. Facts, <laughs> facts, <laughs> yeah, facts, we gotta facts. get it. But the shit with the D-Lo in the Miami, and the, like, that shit dope. Like, I ain't even yeah. know Fab had it. Like, that's some thorough. I already looked at him as a, yeah. as a thorough dude, but yeah. like, that's some thorough shit. That's why he one of my top five favorite rappers. Yeah. That moment let me know he was thorough, though, because I'd have been in Chicago, been on the club scene, knew how it was. And yeah. He, for him to send somebody to come get me and then put, be in the section, make sure I'm cool, like, niggas wouldn't do that, bro. Definitely wouldn't, especially okay. for a kid. They don't even know like that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I got a song with him, yeah, but it's like, he don't even know me. So. Right. And then the next day, like, yeah, come pull up on me. Come just, you know what I'm saying? You out here by yourself. Come come kick it with me. You know what I'm saying? That's love. Yeah. So now I I see the the praise and the joy and the how people want to get behind you now because yeah. you got the fab cosign. Yeah. What's been the negative feedback from that? Man, I didn't hear people say, oh, it was too early. Like it was planned. Like like the, the cosign or feature was, it was a planned thing. Like none of this was planned. This was all organic. You know, I got email, trade, everything is all organic. Um, some people don't like my music still. Like, it's just one DJ, you know what I'm saying? He, he probably, you know, in Chicago, he had tweeted some dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been about two years now, and I got this shit in my phone because I know what, like, I'm going to, we take this next step, and when it happened, I'm going to post that shit and tag that nigga. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember you said this dumb shit? What's mm. up now? You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, no, no, tough shit. It's just like, be be careful with your words because words can be a sword, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we know how Chicago motherfuckers is. As soon as you get hot, they wanna be your best friend. Yeah. Um I want I wanna touch on that. Like like um because I was in the clubhouse conversation that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gotta go into detail. Yeah. But you you did say something to me that sparked out to me during that conversation. You were saying like, like, why is it that people in Chicago that's in play mm-hmm. let talented artists like you mm-hmm. come get signed by somebody like Fab? Yeah. And it's not just you. I mean, we got 
a whole list of artists that just came out the city in the past five, you know what I'm saying, five Indeed. years, that all these people that got in our jobs, supposed to be these top DJs that got all these plugs, mm-hmm. like they want to be buddy buddy when the artists own, but they just can't identify talent. So or, or they can, they just don't want, they just like, nah. No, I, I want the quick bag, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what I was trying to say on Clubhouse, and bro took it as if I was directing it towards saying, I'm just saying like, nah, like, you know, you know what the topic was? I'm like, I just got a bone to pick because, you know, like, it's artists out here doing big things and y'all overlooking them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this is no disrespect to nobody. Yeah. I just, I just want, I just really just want to know, like, what do you, how do you, why do you feel like, because uh, people say Chicago, you can't make it here, you can't get it here. Why do you feel like that? Why do people, why do you, first of all, do you feel like that? I don't. Okay. I don't. Because I didn't been to LA. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't make it there in LA. You know I'm saying like Polo ain't making it in LA. Polo was here first. That's right. Signed the deal, moved to LA, but yeah. he was here. Got popping here. Keith got popping here. Dirk got popping here. So Chance got popping here. Who who from Chicago left and got on in the last ten years? Mm. I can't name anybody that left the crib and then got on. Everybody got on. That's popping in Chicago here. Herb got on right here. Nicki hopped on Herb's song right here. He that's was here. You know what I'm saying? So I, people, I feel like people use that as an excuse a lot. Like, yo, you got you can't get on in Chicago. It's hard. And you know, Chicago, Chicago or hard city living, period. Mm-hmm. If you can make it in Chicago, as they say, you good anywhere else. That's why if you go anywhere, you be like, I'm from Chicago. They, oh, you from Chicago? Because they know it's, it's a tough city. So are you staying or are you going to go to Atlanta? No, nah, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I ain't going to say I, I might not never move out, but I'm going to stay. You know what I'm saying? And if I do move out, I'm going to always record my albums here because it's just the, the feeling here is different. Like when I was in L.A., I was recording different shit because the vibe is different. That's why that's why I, I peeped that. That's why Kanye go to different places and record different albums because you feel different where you at. Mm. Okay. So he probably in Wyoming because he liked the vibe he getting in Wyoming. More of a spiritual piece. I like, I'm like street R&B. I need to be around. This environment need to be around some. <laughs> I ain't gonna. I don't want to get Chicago <laughs> negative connotation, but I, yeah. I get it. Um, I get it. So how is um Fab as a businessman? Because Fab don't sign nobody. Yeah. Like I know people. Like I see the Chicago feedback, but how's the New York feedback been? Because it's like hella artists in New York, hella artists in Brooklyn. He yeah. go get a Chicago R&B motherfucker yeah. at that. They fuck with me in New York. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I was getting way more love in New York than Chicago. It was. It was. It was flip-flop at first. I was getting a lot of love in New York before, oh, before Chicago. Chicago, no shade in my city. It's just they wasn't, either they wasn't really fucking with the R&B, it wasn't that wave yet, or they just hadn't heard of me. You know what I'm saying? Fab's such a mogul in New York that he was rocking with me multiple times. So they started picking up uh, on who I was. But on the business side, Fab be on his shit. He, you know, he, he taught me how to move correctly, you know what I'm saying, in this industry. So you safe. You know what I'm saying? If I got any questions on the business side, he going to, Try to answer to his best his ability, and if not, he not gonna never answer something that he doesn't know it as if he knows it. You know. Mm-hmm. So, I heard that he gave you hundred percent of your publisher. Yep. Okay. Was that originally in the deal, or how did that go? Um, on the legal side, I know. I think the I think his attorneys probably just sent out like a, they probably sent out a standard contract. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you know what I'm saying? It's anyone send out a standard contract, and it's up to you to negotiate what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. No, no shade to Rich Homie Quan. He said it himself. You know, he got his contract. He said he didn't even read it. He just signed it. So on the business side, you know, music is business. So it's up to you to read your contract. So of course, the you know, he ain't Fab. 
when it comes down to like the final stages of the deal, yeah, he gonna be there, you know, in the beginning. But the legal gonna send it out in the beginning, his legal team. So they just sent out a standard contract. I looked at it, I knew my shit, and I had another homie, uh, you know, Chef Tone is. Sound familiar? Yeah, he from Chicago. He did like a lot of a lot of Bieber shit, you know, a lot of stuff with Kells in the beginning. I had, you know, what I'm saying, I, I thank him because I was able to call upon him and ask him like, "Yo, what should you know?" And he be like, "Man, you know, if I had a situation, I would." Do this, you know, and I, you know, took that advice and used and used it on my on my contract, and then I sent it back. I just asked for it. Man, he was cool. Okay, so I so I'm gonna wind this interview down because I know you got an event tonight, but I got a few questions I gotta get. And I gotta no, get off sure. my chest. Um, all right, so um, uh, what's your what's the best advice Fabian ever gave you? Man, he's like he'd be like just keep working hard. Mm-hmm. And be patient. That's really just he always tell me that. Just keep keep your work ethic, and just be patient. You know what I'm saying? Like your time, your time is coming. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What's your most memorable moment of being around for? For Fab, it's a lot. He be cracking. We be cracking. He Fab a funny dude. Okay. People look at Fab like he cool as hell. Like super cool. And he fun. That nigga funny as hell. Like he be cracking jokes all the time. It's a lot of memorable moments. I ain't even gonna lie. Okay. We cracking jokes all the time. IG, phone, text. It's just, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He real cool dude. Have you ever caught him on an off day? Because he be super fresh. Have you ever caught him on an off day where he went fresh? Nah, he ain't never lacking. He ain't never lacking? Nah. He ain't never lacking. I didn't call him on a day where I could tell, like, he wasn't trying to talk that day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just typical shit. Anybody. I had days I'd be like, I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? I just want to just chill. I think it was, we was shooting. We was shooting a so tough video. That's what, it, yep, we shooting a so tough video. But the, the, the night before, he had been shooting for like, 20 hours, you know what I'm saying? And I could just tell when he walked in, I'm like, yeah, he ain't trying to be bothered today. But then as the day went on, you know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, he was in there. But in the beginning, I could just tell, you know? He just human, he, he human, but fab. I done met mad people in the industry, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it because I'm signed to him. He's just like one of the realest ones, him and Jeremiah. I, I rock with Jeremiah. What's your, what's your craziest Jeremiah story? Craziest Jeremiah story? As far as like what sense, like I just, I just, <laughs> just that crazy. The public don't know. Cause uh, Jeremiah is like one of them. Like we know him, but it's like yeah. people really don't know him. I mean, Jeremiah just he, he a real chill dude. Just I just like being at his crib because you just never know who gonna show. <laughs> you never know who gonna pop at his crib. Like I, I, I ended up I ended up in, I ended up engineering a session for Jeremiah and Ashanti. Wow, what and was I was and like? I was engineering it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it was dope. I, you know what I'm saying? I met Ashanti, mom, a sister, because she's traveling with her whole family wherever where she go. Yeah, Shanti bad. You know what I'm saying? And Jeremiah had me engineering, like so he put me in a lot of you know what I'm saying situations that I rock with. And he, you know, he still pull up on me every now and then. Yeah, I got. He just did a little, the video. The girl I wouldn't know was to that. She was all in his lap. Oh, uh, I don't know. I seen it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to Jeremiah, man. I'm glad he's doing better with his health with the COVID and everything. Yeah, that was that was scary. That was that was tough, man. How was it with Big Fendi? Cause that's a crazy man, one. Fendi's turn. I, I love Fendi, bro, because Fendi's uh, Fendi's who he is always. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you talk to him on Facetime, talk to him on Clubhouse, talk to him on the phone, talk to him in person, he is who he is. Fendi, like the life of the party. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no filter, but he respected though because he a real ass nigga. You know what I'm saying niggas know not to play with Fendi, but at the same time, Fendi a real playful dude. But if he fuck with you, it's for a reason, and he gonna fuck with you for forever. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now, 
I do want to ask you this, man. And you can just talk about it how you want to talk about it. I do know, you know, um, five my man's a hundred grand from a five. Like I fuck with him hard mm-hmm. as far as music and just how he carry himself. Mm-hmm. But you know, he was in some it's shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We ain't got to go too deep in the man mm-hmm. business. Um, did you ever get any like backlash or was there like people around like, do you really want to be around that? Because you know, it's still a lot of people that just still don't yeah. ain't forgave him from that situation. Yeah. I mean, they don't even know the whole situation. People always judge it from afar. You know what I'm saying? You always got to take that to accountability. Like, people just need to mind their business, really. Like, mm-hmm. but really, like, they don't know the situation. Like, they just judging off what they see on social media. But yeah, I remember when it, when you no know, when that had happened. Like, um, somebody had slid in my DM. Like, you need to stay far away from him. Like, like what? Mm. I know exactly who it was, and they still be trying to talk to me to this day. And now, now they dick riding him again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and I, I still talk to him. I just, I realize I peep it for what it is, though. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I mean, when they told him, I'm like, nah, bro, like, you tweaking. Like, this my dog. Like, you need to go on some that goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. people just be talking. And people just, if it's on shade room, it's. it's they, they feel like it's, it's fact. It's Bible. Like, yeah, no. nah, man, just mind your business, bro. If you don't know what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Stay out of it. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Fab, man. That shout out, shout out to that answer, mm-hmm. man. Shout out to Fab for reposting. We, 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 what's the word, put you on the 2020 Chicago Artist Watch List. Yeah. Fab reposted, he shared that in his story, man. Shout out to him, yeah, man. Yeah, I appreciate y'all doing that, too. I ain't even know, you know what I'm saying? I seen it, I'm like, oh, it's lit. Yeah, I mean, you know shit, we saying? had to, man. I, I I really feel like what's the I feel like 2020, y'all got robbed. That class of 2020 got robbed because there was a lot of people in that I feel like yeah, they could have had a full year in the run. Yeah, I was gonna do some damage. Yeah. But we funny he back up though. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, it's it like yeah, it's yeah. proof in the pudding, like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We don't really miss with our list like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so nah, like and and your list is true. So I know like when you posted it, it wasn't no no like clout chasing, it wasn't no no. Dig riding, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just do this. No, you really, that's how you really felt. Like, mm. you be switching your shit up all the time. Niggas be getting mad. You do you. So, mm. I know when I seen that, I'm like, he really fuck with my music. I, you know what I'm saying? That made me go. I think I went to the studio that day. I think I recorded something else. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Inspiring, motherfucker. For sure. You, you see that you shit? Are, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that shit, ma- as an artist, I don't care what nobody say. Grammys, list, that shit matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like J. Cole said, he was doing all this good shit, but that one nigga that told him he could have went harder on the verse, that's what stuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit matter. Oh, man. No. Mm-hmm. no. I'm glad motherfuckers paying attention there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like how you got it. T- you know, I'm going to say it took you a while, but like how you worked and grinded, get your mm-hmm. nod and get your respect. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing in this media game. Like, motherfuckers yeah. grinded. Like, we on 10 years. What's the word? I started yeah. this shit in college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it take that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's and now everybody going to be here. You like, man, why ain't, why you ain't interviewing me? And- yeah, yeah. I'm getting it. that shit now. Come with it, man. You know, you know what I'm saying, but we're gonna get this shit going, and you know, what I'm saying everybody gonna when it's that time, it's yeah. that time. It just gotta yeah. make sense. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. I, hey, I appreciate me having me on here, man. As one of the first, like, this mean a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, shit, it's gonna we got many more to do, bro. Yeah. So last question, you know, I always ask people this when it's like first time I talk to them. You gonna talk? We be we locked in. Yeah, we locked in. Um, what's that defining moment you looking for when you be like, yo, I made it? The defining moment when I feel like I made it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would feel like when I want to answer this correctly too. Let me think about it for a second. That defining moment of when I made it. I will feel like that when I'm just like I can wake up every day and really just truly do whatever it is that I want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have, I have. 
financial freedom now, but it's not like I can just go buy a Lambo. Or I can just go take a trip for ten days. You know what I'm saying? Like where I feel, I feel like I feel like I made it when I can absolutely do what I want. I could just wake up one day and be like, man, I feel like going to Miami and just go. And I feel like going to, you know what I'm saying, Disney World with my kid and just go. Uh, man, you know what? It's, man, my mom struggled. Let's, let's go get a crib today. You know what I'm saying? It ain't all about money. It's just being able to to live like like live how I want. Peace of mind. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's really what it is. It's, I wouldn't say it's a defining moment. It's really just being able to, based off my childhood, being able to live my life. You know what I'm saying? Give my daughter the life that, you know, I didn't, I would say, didn't have. No, no shade to my mom. My mom was going crazy doing all that she could, but just, you know, making sure that everything she sacrificed wasn't for waste. I'll say that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. That was all I got. Appreciate that, Will, man. Yeah, yeah. this was Josh K. Chilling with me at DTLI Studios out here in Chicago. Follow me, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never too big to plug yourself. Follow me on Instagram, the singer Josh K. Twitter, the singer Josh K. And you can visit my website, thesingerjoshk.com. I feel like he just got extra smooth as hell to end you this saw, You saw how I did that? Bro. You saw how I did that? Turned the R&B on real quick. You know what I'm saying? Look at the camera for the ladies. Like, hey, follow me on. You know. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.